What's going on, people? It's Yablaka Lechi back with another episode of the Ramblin' Mind Podcast. How are each and every single one of y'all doing out there? I hope y'all are staying safe. I hope y'all are taking care of yourselves. I hope y'all are doing all the things you know you ought to do up in these streets. Like washing your hands and wearing a mask. Because coronavirus ain't no joke. (laughs) For real, for real though. I hope y'all are staying safe. I hope y'all had a wonderful, wonderful time with your families for Thanksgiving. I know I did. I know I ate. And then I ate some more. Then I did a rewind and then I ate some more and then I did another rewind and then I ate some more and then I slept and then I ate some more. Then I woke up. Then I ate some more because you know we home and it's Thanksgiving and so therefore we got to eat. That's exactly what we did. And then you know what else I did? I took some from the house and I brought it to my apartment or to my house and then I ate some more too. You know, y'all know what this is. Y'all know all about you. It's Thanksgiving. Gots to eat, to eat, and eat more and more food. Unfortunately, a lot of us could not go home for Thanksgiving because of the coronavirus. And I'm sorry to everybody who could not go home. Um, yeah, that's unfortunate. This is just part of the the period that we are in um, during these hard and difficult times. But we thank God for life. We thank God for each and every single one of y'all that are on this podcast watching or listening, whether it be on YouTube or on any other podcast listening platforms out there. And if you enjoy the podcast, please leave a review on any other platforms that you listen to this and let me know ways that I can improve the podcast and bring more value to each and every single one of y'all that listens, listens on a weekly basis. I would love to be able to continue this journey. First of all, thank you to each and every single one of y'all that listen. Uh, I just, it's crazy the, the way this thing has grown and continues to grow. And I just appreciate every single person that listens, whether it's once in a while or you listen on a weekly basis. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. But enough of all the other stuff. Let's get back to the topic. Today's going to be a little bit different. Um, usually we talk about personal finance and investing. And we do business news on Thursdays. Today is going to be slightly... Oh, man. Gotta take a phone call. Where were we before that phone call came in and kind of changed the whole trajectory of this podcast? Anyway, yeah, Thursdays we do business news. But anyway, today what we're going to focus on is a couple of investment moves that I am thinking about making. And it's possibility of starting a new series on the podcast, maybe. I don't know if this is going to be a series or if it's just going to be me talk about it one time and then not talk about it again as we move into the future. But the reason for this is as I learn more about investing and as I learn more about how to go about investing, I know that I don't know that much, if anything at all, especially when it comes to picking stocks. When it comes to ETFs and index funds, that's easy. That's easy work. I'm able to do that one in my sleep. Like I can teach anybody how to do that, but I'm still learning how to pick single stocks. I mean, one of the books that I'm still reading is rule number one by Phil town. And I'm still learning how to determine entry price points and how to understand management teams, how to look at management teams, how to know if management teams are moving in the right direction and all those things that are important when it comes to 
looking at businesses. I'm still learning. Like, I'm going to be honest with y'all. It's been since what March, February, when I really started taking it more seriously and trying to understand businesses and understand how businesses operate and all that kind of stuff. So I'm still very much learning. But there is one thing that I do want to do, and that is big bets. The series is going to be called Big Bets. And basically, the idea is to find companies and to find a few companies that I think really is not to find. I already found the companies that I really think will be uh, explosive in the next few years. And basically, it's to make a bet on them. And it's going to be a completely speculative play on these companies. If they get wiped out, I'm okay with it. If they don't get wiped out, I'm also okay with it. The point is... For any speculative investment that you make, any investment where you're not sure, you don't know if they're going to grow, you don't know a lot of the details on the background of the investment. I mean, it's okay to make those bets, but do not make them the biggest part of your portfolio. That's why this is going to be a completely separate portfolio from my regular investment. It's going to be completely put to the side, completely sequestered, completely different from the other investments that I do on a regular basis. So these are the investments in companies like Apple, Microsoft, Realty Income Corp, Store Capital, Southern Company, uh, Bank of America. Those companies, that's different. Like those companies, I'm able to do discounted cash flow calculations for them to know when I can buy into them. I've studied a little bit about their manufacturing, I said manufacturing, their leadership and management, especially with companies like Apple and Microsoft. You guys know I talk about them a lot on this podcast because those are the companies that I truly, truly know a good bit about. But for these other companies, and we'll get started with uh, with one of them here in a short while, I don't know too much about them. Some of them are brand new companies. Some of them are very, very small companies, but it seems like they have a lot of room for growth. And one of the things that I don't want to do is to kind of be like, oh yeah, I knew exactly what I was doing. That's why I did this. That's why I did that. That's not true. In all honesty, I'm probably may get lucky. I hope I get lucky with some of these bets, but if I don't, that's fine too. But the point is, this is me trying to make a speculative play into a couple of stocks. So the first one that I want to talk about today is Roblox. And I have notes written about this company, mainly because they just filed to go public and they'll probably go public sometime in December. They have an IPO. Then usually people say, stay away from IPO in companies, companies that are IPO that are just about to go public you because it's very volatile and this is very true i got burned in the past when i was doing just kind of getting started and learning stuff when uber ipo'd i thought uber was going to change the world which uber is doing well like with uber eats and the fact that it's become more of a platform than anything else uber is doing pretty well but it's still losing a bunch of money however I thought Uber was going to be the next big thing and I invested in Uber and I got burned and it took forever before Uber actually reached up to the potential that it had. So when you have these speculative plays and at that point, I didn't know anything about investing. All I knew was, oh, I like Uber. I'm going to invest in Uber (laughs) because it was just one of those things like, oh, I like it. I'm investing in it. And that's not exactly how you make investments. But The first company on the list is Roblox. If you don't know what Roblox is, Roblox is a gaming platform. Think Minecraft, but better. And it's a platform where a lot of teenagers and tweenagers, I think is how they say it, 
play on that platform the beautiful thing about roblox is you don't just play but you can also have the ability to create we've talked about it on one of the business news the beautiful thing also is people can make money off of the platform and the more that you can make your platform be more than one thing the more beneficial and the more creative or the more open it becomes for other people to get into the platform and so roblox it announced or filed its s1 and it revealed that in a third quarter revenue it grew over 91 percent to about 242 billion or not billion my by 242 million dollars now think about that i was saying billion because i've been talking about a lot of companies that make a lot of billions but this is a small small company and it's still doing very well and it's growing very rapidly however even though they made a bunch of money in the third quarter when compared to last year they lost 48 million dollars this year compared to 2019 in 2019 they only lost about 24 million dollars so they lost twice the amount of money to ensure that they continue to grow and they're showing users are continuing to come on the platform one of the things that is always interesting to me is to see what platforms little kids are getting on now like think of when we were in high school minecraft was the shiz like that was the thing and minecraft is still good and still massive till this get till this day this is why microsoft bought minecraft roblox has about 36 million users and it continues to grow year over year a lot of kids play on that platform one of my i call him my nephews like he's not really my nephew he's really close to our family but he's basically my nephew whatever and he plays roblox a lot not only plays it but he creates on the platform a lot which is why for me roblox stands out plus i'm always looking at video game stuff because i like video games and i think video games is the next level of where it's going and roblox is part of that next level of not just being a video game but becoming a metaverse where people can experience things in so many different ways so this is one of the companies that i'm planning on making a big bet for this is one of the companies that i think in the future will continue to grow very rapidly so that's just an overview of roblox of one of the companies that i think will be something special in the future i usually don't like doing podcasts like these where i talk about specific stocks that i think will be good because in all honesty i don't know like i it's not like i dug into the numbers or anything like that or i even know who's on the management team i just really like the company as is and so if you're going to look at any company i always say this do your own research understand the companies for yourself because i don't know i'm probably it's more than likely that i'm more wrong than right in all honesty I saw a post today by my guy Tolu's notes and he said something that was very impactful. He said, most of your gains actually come from luck, not from skill. A lot of us think like we're really, really good at this whole investing thing. But if you talk to a lot of investors, they will say, yes, we made a good investment or we thought it would be a good investment, but we never expected it to be this good. Like a lot of the, the fact is it comes from luck. You have to know what you know and know what you don't know. And I mean, to be honest i don't know if these companies are going to be the biggest things to come out of anywhere but i think it's going to be a fair shot play the second company that i'm really looking at i don't know if i'm going to invest into it or not just because i expect it to be extremely volatile when it does ipo is airbnb and we've talked about airbnb on this podcast with with business news and just how massive airbnb is about to be however The big thing for me when it comes to Airbnb was I was listening to another podcast and they were talking about IPO and brand appeal. And one of the notes that 
I don't think a lot of people are focusing enough on is something they said in the S1 filing, which is Airbnb gets 91% of its reservations from local, locally owned platforms. In other words, Airbnb gets 91% of reservations from its website and its app. In other words, Airbnb has found a way to circumvent the almighty power of Google ads and the almighty algorithm of Facebook ads. No company, I don't think there's any company today that has been able to do that. Even Amazon, great and powerful Amazon, was not able to do that. The reason why Amazon was able to get to the position that it is today, Amazon bought into a lot of Google ads when Google ads was just starting off. That's what helped Amazon become so big, was it bought that mindshare very early on. But Airbnb doesn't have to do that. Airbnb doesn't have to sell anything, doesn't have to sell that much ads to Google and Facebook. It just has the mind share. It already has the brand appeal for every single person. Think about it. If you were renting an Airbnb, do you go on Google and say, I need an Airbnb in this place? No. Most of us, most of us go on Airbnb.com and they were like, I'm traveling to this place. I need an Airbnb. Most of us do that. Now think versus a hotel. Most hotels, if not all hotels, actually, what do we do? We go online and say hotels around this area on Google. That's what we do. But Airbnb is circumventing that entire system. And that is one of the reasons why, to me, it stands out because it has brand appeal. It has brand appeal. It has gotten a major mind share in our heads. It has gotten a major place in our minds. And plus, again, it goes back to what I was talking about with Roblox. It's the fact that on this platform, other people can make money. The hosters can make money. There are people that have built careers on being Airbnb hosters. They buy different complexes, which that in and of itself has also messed up a lot of housing prices. A lot of cities don't like Airbnb because of this. However, it is, has created a new kind of economy. Think of the economy that Amazon has created for people to be able to sell their goods openly. Or think of Etsy. Think of Shopify. Think of these platforms that created a brand new economy for people to be able to make money in different ways. And I think this is something that Airbnb has done with its platform. And that's why, apart from the numbers and everything else, I just look at Airbnb and I think it's doing something special. It's doing something different. It's doing something extremely special in this thing. The next company that I'm looking at is actually a company that has already IPO'd. It actually went public earlier this year, and that is Lemonade. Guys, if there's one company that nobody can, well, somebody can tell me because I was talking with this with my guy Tolu, and we we're talking through it. And I, I'm, to be honest, like I, I'm, I'm all the way bought in on Lemonade. I've already started buying a little bit, and you know, dabbling in it a little bit. But like I'm, I'm not, Lemonade is that company for me that uh, I, I, I honestly it's gonna be extremely hard for me not to just continue investing in Lemonade. What is Lemonade for those who may not know what Lemonade is? Lemonade is an insurance company, but it does the insurance business a little bit different. 
Unlike typical insurance where you have to call a broker and you have to call this person to be able to get your insurance and then you have to wait and do all this stuff. Lemonade, you go online, you can fill out an application and be done in like 60 seconds. So already they're disrupting the industry a little bit, not that much, but a little bit that way with being able to just sign up and get your insurance like that very quickly. I remember when I was trying to get insurance for my apartment it was it was complicated not like complicated complicated but it was just annoying that i couldn't just go online and i'm so used to doing everything online i couldn't just go online da, 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 done i had to actually pick up the phone and call somebody and say hey i need to tran especially when i was moving from north carolina to where i am now in georgia i had to call somebody hey i'm moving can you transfer my policy this that and like, yeah that's a pain oh that's a pain in the butt to be able to do that. So Lemonade is disrupting the industry that way. But the other good thing about Lemonade, which they are playing all the way on my heartstrings. The beautiful thing about Lemonade is your leftover premiums. If you don't know anything, one of the key things of why insurance makes so much money is we pay these premiums to make sure that we have coverage in case there's an emergency. However, in case you never have that much of an emergency or people never have to pay out or they never have to pay out that much. What they do is they keep that money, they invest it, and they give some of it to their shareholders or whoever. Basically, they just keep all of that money. What Lemonade does is instead of overcharging you and then not keeping all that money in-house, what Lemonade does is any money that they have at the end of the year, they will donate it to a charity. After, they, of course, they've paid all their staff, done all the stuff, paid shareholders, all that stuff. The leftover dollars... Of course, they have to reinvest into the business as well because if they're not doing that and all of this. But the leftover money, the extra money that they make, they donate it to charity. And as you guys know, you guys know, generosity is greater than greed. And I love it. So they're playing all the way to my heartstring. And it's extremely hard for me to be rational when it comes to this company. It's extremely hard. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to be rational when it comes to buying shares into this company or figuring out a share price that is good to buy into. I don't know, but I'm going to tell y'all, man, I cannot help myself. It's literally going to be one of those companies that I hope. I'm literally going to be doing this. I hope does well because I love that. It plays to all of my heartstrings, man. It just plays to everything that I love and everything that I find to be important about life and everything because I think giving is so important. And, oh, man. It, it's going to be tough, man. It's going to be extremely tough for me to be very rational and reasonable. I was talking to Tolo about it and he was like, yeah, I like them. They have Dan Ariely, who's his like favorite psychologist uh, mind thinker on their, on their team. And yeah, I like the way that they're going about things. And I was like, bro, you're not helping me. I don't, I don't need you to tell me why they're good. I need you to tell me why they're bad. And of course we talked about that as well. One of the things is they pay out claims like that. Like if you have a claim, let's say something happened in your house or your laptop got stolen and you report it to Lemonade on like a typical insurance company that would like, hey, we need to do, we'll send you an appraiser, we'll send you this, you have to do this. this, this. In under three minutes, they will give you the amount that you need to cover whatever it is. And so that's a great thing and that's beautiful. But what they're hoping is they're playing to the heartstrings of the better of humanity that humans are generally good is basically what they're playing to that people are generally good when they're treated well 
I don't know how long that's going to last. I don't know how long they're going to be able to keep running it that way. Are people going to abuse the system? Are people going to keep reporting things that doesn't really happen? The thing is, like, they did research and they said that over 94% of people actually want to report things the right way. And there's, like, 6% where there's insurance fraud. And so, like, that sounds great. But you and I know, like, people are not always that good. So, I don't know. I don't know. To be honest, I really cannot tell you yes or no on this because I'm not I'm not rational when it comes to this company. Like I I love this like I can't help myself. So I'm not gonna sit here and be the one to be like, oh yeah, you know, it's the good no no no. I'm not rational. I'm extremely, extremely, extremely bullish on lemonade. I'm very bullish on lemonade. And so yeah. So these are three of the four companies that I am thinking of opening positions in or not thinking. I probably will open positions in. And the last one is Rocket Mortgage. This one is just, I think, Rocket Mortgage. We talked about it one time on the podcast when they were going public. Rocket Mortgage has more mortgages than the biggest mortgage lender, which is Wells Fargo. So think about that, especially in residential uh, mortgages. Now, of course... The coronavirus has spiked those numbers up very high, but I think Rocket Mortgage is here to stay because it made this process, again, anything that does convenience, anything that makes life more convenient for people, I think is going to be a good thing in the future. I just I just think it's going to be a good thing, but that's just me though. I don't, again, I can't say that I know the entry price point that I need to do on Rocket Mortgage or I know where to, da, da, da. I, don't, I don't know this, man, in all honesty. My hope is that it three X's in the next three years for each and the each and every one of these companies. So we'll update you and I'll update you guys on each of these companies as it's going to progress and how it's progressing and how it's going along and what are the things that I'm watching out for as I invest in these companies and build out positions in them. This was a little bit different because I just straight up talked uh, just talked stocks this whole time. I hope y'all enjoyed it. I don't know. If you guys appreciate this kind of content, if I should do more of this or if I should do less of this, let me know. Hit me up on Instagram. Hit me up on Twitter at Kelechi Waba or at Rambling Mind Show. And you can reach me on either one of those platforms. And I'm always open to answer questions. You can hit the link in the show notes and you can go to my website, ramblingmindshow.com. And you can just email me and um, we can I can talk through any of the questions that you got. But anyway. That's all I got for y'all. I hope y'all learned one, maybe two things. Well, I don't think anybody really learned much of anything except for the fact that Kalichi is really, really bullish on lemonade. But I'm going to catch y'all up on the next one. Remember, generosity is always greater than greed. God bless each and every single one of y'all. And I'm out. Peace.